Welcome to Stories from a Nomadic Citizen, where I share stories about culture, identity, and transition from the lens of a third culture kid who has lived around the world. This is Grace, and I am recording this from Taipei, Taiwan. This episode features the second part of my conversation with Andy Lee. If you haven't already, make sure to listen to the first part in the previous episode titled From Being Bullied to Finding Acceptance as a Gay Man in Taiwan. In this part, we focus on Andy's entrepreneurial pursuits, from launching an e commerce site selling jewelry to becoming a floral designer and founder of PM Flowers, which offers custom made floral designs and classes. For context, his dad had also founded his own business back in the day, so entrepreneurship was a path that felt natural to him. You'll also hear about Andy's take on the parallels between marketing and dating, and how the Jane Goodall Institute fits into Andy's career narrative. So let's dive back in. So, actually, I want to switch gears a little、um, and talk about the businesses、mm. that you've started.、Yeah. So,、yes. you had started one、um, jewelry business. Back、yes. in the day, could you tell me a little bit more about that, and and then you know how、hmm. you came to start your current business and flower arrangement? Yeah, oh,、uh, yeah, I oh, I was totally a nomadic in in terms of like finding my true passion in my life. You know, it it was like. I really didn't know what should I do, like when I studied Japanese, because I know I don't want to be a translator. Because when you your major is is a language, it's basically very hard. It's 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 going to be a moment like you want to make your language your main like a job in the future, or you want to make it as a tool.、Mm-hmm. Because Japanese language they can be a very strong tools, but. But when you use it as a tool, it's not major itself anymore. Yeah, you you understand what I'm talking about, about、yeah. right? Like,、mm-hmm. yeah. So I was just trying to like use Japanese as a tool to help me、um, to get the job I really like. Back to then, back to that that day, I was really into fashion. Actually, I was、yeah. like originally thinking about doing like a text textile design, like master degree or something like that. Before, but I just get give it up because my family doesn't really support me that much about that, and I I just thinking okay maybe I should just use my Japanese to import some jewelries and that also is another experience I I had when I was in Japan because the、uh, that was like a start of online shopping so、mm-hmm. I I experienced how convenient is that they are doing it in Japan. What year、yeah. was this? Oh, two thousand six, seven. Yeah, that was really just the start in Asia. But maybe in Japan it was more earlier, I guess, because it was very the the convenience the the convenience that I experienced in there would really shock me. There's not much about that back to Taiwan, so I just start to do that after I graduate from college. Yeah. I did that until I guess it's like maybe five to seven years ago. I just realized one day that selling things online may not be the passion I would love to have 
for her. it's not a job I want to do for whole of my whole of my life. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, actually, because, um, hmm. no, but just before you you move on to sort of the next step that you took, yeah. I I want to know more about how exactly you you the logistics. I guess of mm-hmm. how, how did you learn what you were supposed to do, right? To get your your e-commerce um, yeah. business started, and also what's the name? Yeah, APM. APM. What does that stand for? A precious memory. I catch the best moment to start my online stores because yeah. this is the beginning of the whole business. So, I really try very hard to get some. People buy my jewelries. You just start. You have to. You have to learn like about yeah e marketing. You have to back to that day. We hire lots of like bloggers. Yeah,、mm-hmm. bloggers will help you like review your stuff and maybe write an article for、mm-hmm. you. We don't have like we are, yeah people are not that into Instagram or Facebook. They just see people's blogs. So right. when they see blacks about oh I I I wear this I feel good about wearing jewelry I put like very good picture and just like basically just very similar to what what the influence do now but it's just like words and little some pictures and that helps a lot I have to say、mm-hmm. yeah but. But doing online business it itself is not that much fun, I have to say, because lots of friends will like would say to me like, "Oh, I envy you so much because you only have to put your products online and people will buy it." But it's just like <laughs> it's it's not that it's totally different story. You have to you have to do imported. You have to do a good selection of your stuff, and you have to take. Take picture of your stuff, and you have to upload it, and you have to design your online store, and you have to do the shipping. You have to do so, customer service. Yeah. So then, how how did you pick up you know, on all this knowledge of, of I, what to do? I just do whatever I can to study. Just study to 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 buy book. Mm-hmm. To see articles, yeah, just try. You have to keep trying to. When you are you are you having your own business, you have to try everything you can, I guess. Because especially in online world, everything the trend, the pe- the stuff people like would change like suddenly. Yeah. Yeah. So you have to be like open, and just keep absorbing whatever you can to keep it works. So I have to say, even though I, I'm not doing APN anymore, but the experience I got from doing it really helps me a lot for like what I'm doing right now. Because right. you are always about like marketing, marketing, right? I'm talking about not only in business. I would say like like finding a boyfriend is a a kind of marketing too because. You are maybe you are a product, and you need to find a person who will purchase you. So, how do you represent yourself? Somebody would represent fake your. Somebody will try to present the way that's not they. Somebody will choose to present the authentic them. So everybody have different strategy.
Have you had experience working in corporate role in Taiwan? Actually, not. But I do. I, I do a part-time job. Maybe that doesn't count. A part-time job at flower store. <laughs> yeah, also like a volunteer at Jangudos. Maybe not in corporate. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Wait, what was that? That was after I decided to find my real passion. After I, I just stopped doing APM because I was thinking about I should find a real passion in my life. So there was a moment I thinking I was thinking I should study about like a GMO, but not GMO, <laughs> NGO, <laughs> <laughs> genetically modified. Um, <laughs> Wait, modified what? No, there's a moment I was thinking, oh, maybe I should just like go to the US to study NGO management or something. So I started to attend some volunteering works. Yeah, that's the moment I just shortly go to Jangudo's place mm-hmm. organization. Yeah. What did you do there? They are basically usually just holding like a documentary, like a festival, just like inviting people to go to their, the, the to, to go see the documentary, to let people understand, educate them, like what's happening around the world, what's the issues. Yeah. But I have to say doing volunteering, especially NGO, like it's a very, very frustrating work. I have to say because... When you're talking about something that's against capitalism, it's always makes you in a position that's you it's hard for you to convince people. It's always hard. Because it's just too easy for people to think like you are not realistic. You know? I, I don't know, at least in, in my in my family. In terms of convincing people to uh, contribute like, to the cause? No, like more like oh maybe you should live like this like this way because mm. for example maybe you should stop using like plastic bag mm-hmm. it's not good for the environment but basically they will tell you but that's impossible because what should I do if I really want to stop using it or like or something very similar to that I don't know I have experienced lots of like way that I try to convince people but it turns out that it's maybe not convincing enough or it's just, I don't know. Well, I, I think, um, it, yeah, it's hard, right? Like on an individual it's basis, really hard. you convince someone. And I think of, uh, I know this is a little different, but I think of, for example, on the streets, you see sometimes come across volunteers asking to sign a petition or to yes. to the organization that they were presenting. Uh, and it's a very, very tough job. Uh, but yeah, just in terms of the example that you gave, and again, this is a little off topic, but I just thought of uh, a podcast I had listened to um, mm. maybe a couple of months ago, but it, it's focused on the environment and conservation. And it was just saying how, you know, it's great to be able to make changes individually in your life and mm-hmm. habits and, you know, trying to use less plastic uh, as you were saying, but ultimately that makes very little difference. Uh, in yes. a, you know, and what matters the most is actually 
so at, at the very least, like on a local scale, like local legislation and then citywide legislation, like national, international yes. um, legislation and regulations that that uh, oversee what corporations do, because I think that's ultimately what what can make the biggest difference if, say, like the plastic industry, they're banned from doing this or that. Yes. But anyway, I am going very off topic here. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay. Uh, it's just our chatting. It's, yeah. our, it's us chatting. So you later discovered your passion for flower arrangement. Yeah. Uh, when did you have a sort of moment when it was like a spark? Oh, this is this is what I want to do. Yes, I have. Because that's just like a all comes together there's a moment of that because i was well i was do i was doing like the environmental related like activities but i just found out one day i really love nature and i love design so armament arrangement flower design basically just a combination of these two so that's a spark in my mind so maybe i should start trying to attend a class at least so i tried just I just start attending, like start learning flower class, and that was so amazing. You know, I got this kind of, kind of like spiritual orgasm in my mind the first day <laughs> I went to the flower class. No, literally, I've that's never, a great way to describe it. Yeah, I've never felt so happy in my life. I I have to say that, literally, that may be one of the happiest moments in my life because I feels like it is it. I really love like touching like like flowers and something like that. But maybe I I I now I feel like in retrospect it may have some connection to like my childhood experience because when I was in elementary school, I love to suck on flowers. Do you know like you can you can pick up like a flower bud and you can suck on the back of it and you will taste the honey. I don't know. That's oh, why wow. I do. I didn't know that. That's that's why I do when I was like ten. After after school, I always stay in in parks, and I just like keep like suck on flowers. <laughs> <laughs> no, literally. <laughs> I really enjoy tasting it. If maybe it, it's polluted, polluted or something, but <laughs> I really enjoy like doing that when I was young. Where did you get that from? Like, how did you know that was something you you? Do. I think I attending like the club. It's like called club certain like in school. Okay. It's about like a gardening and teacher tell us, oh, you can do this to 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 taste the sweetness of like a flower honey. Yeah. So I just try and just wow, that tastes so good. And I was really fat kid. I was a fat kid. I love to like <laughs> <laughs> enjoy all these like goodies in the nature. It's hard for me to imagine that because right now you're quite skinny. Yeah, yeah, this is another transition for me. After I got breasts, I got braces. Yeah. Braces, yes. <laughs> anyway, that maybe I when I when I now I look back to my life, it's all like there's signs because I have been I always love something related to like plants. Mm-hmm. All the characters I like in manga or a cartoon or or like movie, they are all related to plants. And so I think that's like, for me, it's destined to me to be a florist, even though it just happens after I turn my 30s. But 
I enjoy doing now. Well, it's never too late, right? To yeah, discover a new even topic. though yeah, like, you right? may yeah, you may be like. What's that called? You and me feel like like oh, I feel you feel like afraid of like changing, you know, like a changing path. But in my experience, everything is connected. My experience, like of like being doing e marketing, going to trying to do NGO or whatever, studying Japan Japanese, because like recently I start having interest in Ikebana. So now I'm doing florist, but also I try to learn、uh, a flower art from Japan, and I also try to marketing myself through Instagram or Facebook. So basically, which means I use all the things I have learned from the past to help me getting better in what I'm doing right now. So I have to say everything's connected, even though it looks like separated. So never like underestimated what you are doing in the past, because even though they don't think you don't think it's going to help you in the, in the future, but actually they are. Yeah, I love that. That's so inspiring.、Yeah. No, no, it really happens to me. I I cannot I cannot believe myself too, because like I was once regretted I chose Japanese as a major in my life、mm-hmm. because I. I feel like I will never have chance to use anymore once I stop selling Japanese jewelry and I only go there for like traveling. But now I feel like oh, there's another way I can use Japanese as part of the tool in my job because I really want to start learning Ikebana in the future. And I was planning after this pandemic is over, I want to go to Tokyo for like a very short term, like Ikebana. Like a study because there was a Ikebana group called Sogetsu. It's very famous in Ikebana world. I want to use my Japanese as a tool to learn, like to improve my flower skills or something. Yeah. For those of you who are not very familiar with flower arrangement,、uh, I've heard of Ikebana, but I don't know what that is. Could you just explain? Ikebana is more like the. I I would say more like Asian style flower arrangement. Even if somebody will criti- criticize me if I say that, but basically ikebana is more about simplicity.、Mm-hmm. Uh, because ikebana, even though、uh, ike- the the origin of like a European arrangement and ike- and Japanese ikebana, they are kind of similar because flowers they are. Flower arrangement itself comes from like re- origins because we have to sacrifice flowers. As、uh, maybe people used to sacrifice human lives or animals for the gods, we're still doing that for animals. But but we also do with the flowers. You know that's how flower arrangements shows up because like flowers they represent certain kind of spirit. That's like the way we 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 we, we sacrifice them to God to show our 崇拜 to the the highers higher spirits, you know. Yeah, but Japanese their way is kind of different from European because European they are more about like、uh, abundant. I would say they they want like their designs to be more like lots of different materials make this really, really luxurious, but、mm-hmm. in Asian world, we are more about 
like a simplicity. We only use maybe two to three kind of staffs, but we we use we use Ikebana to to man, it's kind of manifesting the yin yang theory of of Asia. Something very similar to that. But so the way we present so different. Yeah. That's fascinating. <laughs> I, I, just, yeah, it's very- I, I love I love the fact um I feel that you're able to tie flower arrangement into just these these other kind of grander notions about life. Um <laughs> <laughs> so I'd love for you to just yeah talk a little bit more about the passionate makings your oh, yeah. arrangement business um you know how you got that story that's that's your second business and uh how that's yeah. going so far and and where you want to take that yeah about pm flowers yeah and i i it took me quite a while to decide on that even though it sounds like oh you're just randomly doing it because your jewelry your jewelry store is APN now your flower store is PN <laughs> but it, it actually takes me quite a while to go to this name because I was thinking about the first place I started doing flower lessons I started learning flowers it was like a Dutch place called like uh, it's called wait let me I forgot the name of it but basically it's from from Netherlands. So I was thinking about naming my flower store like a Passi, P-A-S-S-I-E, which is a Dutch called, which is basically mean passion. Oh. But when I talk, yeah, when I talk about this idea with my current boyfriend, he said this word Passi sounds too much like pussy. <laughs> he suggested me, <laughs> no, literally, he suggested me not to use it like as a name. So, oh, okay, Passi is not good. Okay, so I start. <laughs> I wouldn't have thought of that. I would have thought, oh, maybe it sounds too much like passive, which, you know, yeah. isn't great it's either. It's negative. Yeah. Anyway, so I start thinking, okay, something about passion. Passion, because I really want to represent, like, how, let people know how much I've, I have the passion, how, how I found my passion in my life through, like, flowers. Yeah. So it become like, passionate makings. Yeah, the thing I make that make me passionate. So it's PM. Flow. Yeah. Yeah. But there's lots of like, there's so many sand names, flower store in the world. Basically, if you Google PM flowers, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's everywhere. It's a very common name, but, but it's okay. I love it. <laughs> yeah, as long as there's a meaning behind it, then whatever yeah. works you. That's, yeah. that's the best. Yeah, the, the true like meaning of like this store to me is to share the passion I have and pass it on because I want people to enjoy the, the, the presence of flowers in their life because lots of people here in Taiwan is different from, I would say American or like a European because they are so used to having flowers in their home. Maybe you can just purchase flowers in Trader Joe's or any any supermarket. You can find flowers. But no, it's not basically in Asia. We all we only do that like for special occasion. For example, like the day you want to 
see your to you meet your ancestors to pray for them or the day something special happen birthday or like like Valentine's Day yeah but I wish it could be a thing that you should enjoy yourself because like flowers should not be something that's only for a gift it's something that should be present in your life and you will understand like how important that is it's a spiritual food to mm-hmm. human and to me because even if there's only one flowers in your home you will you will feel the total difference like from from your normal life one flower can save your spirit basically that's yeah beautiful. but i i 100% agree because as you were just talking about this about how yeah i want um you don't really see as as many stores selling flower or they're, you know, they're all like specialist um, flower shops. Yeah. But I'm just thinking back to New York. Uh, I would pass by a lot of places like grocery stores um, and bodegas yes. that sell flowers. They were just like outside in the storefront. Uh, and also yeah. there would be like these little, I don't know how to call them. They're not gardens, but they're just on the sidewalks and they're almost like, like little a little patch with flowers in the mm-hmm. spring and yeah. oftentimes I would just stop and, and admire the flowers yeah. and maybe take a picture. Uh, yeah. I think, yeah, I, I underestimate like the positive effect that it has on me just in the moment of, of seeing that and that it yeah. brightens up the rest of the day. Yeah. Because they are just magical. You cannot imagine like, wow, how, like delicate stuff like this can break through rocks. Like, yeah, it's just make you feel like the magical of life, basically, to me. So that's why I want to be a teacher. I want to... Yeah. That, that's, that's actually what I wanted to um, ask you next, just whether you had experience teaching before and, and how it's going now with... Um, trying to, you know, pass on that knowledge to yeah. students. I've, I have no experience of teaching. Maybe a little bit Japanese before, but it's not really like a regular things. But I, that's another funny thing because I was thinking about, I was thinking about I should be a big teacher when I was in high school. I was originally thinking, should I study major in education or language? That was one of my struggles. So my, like my choices making before because it's all interesting because why how come like all the things I have thinking of doing that all connected together but I do enjoy being a teacher but sometimes it's, it will be some pressure to me because if your student really not really doing great you know because when I teach in I mean, to me, I personally love teaching one-on-one lesson the most because I can adjust my my way of teaching or method like like a comp- like a, according to like different student. But when you're teaching like a group of people, it's really hard for me to like take care of everybody. Sometimes I do feel a little bit frustration because some people apparently they have they I would not say talent, but they. They just know, understand why you're talking more than other students. So the results they present, it's very definitely that they presented better than other people. So 
teaching itself is fun, but I also feel like I have this responsibility to like let students understand like what they are doing. Some people may have trouble understanding, so when it happens, I will like maybe I will ask them more or text them something like to talk about like the lesson we had. Yeah, just just let me understand more. Like, how can I improve my teaching or something? Yeah, I'm really excited to see you know where PM Flowers yes. goes and continue to grow. Um, I, I was just thinking of one thing you said earlier: how everything is connected. Uh, yes, you were thinking back to you know when you were younger and and how you were stuck young flowers and those connections. Uh, yes. But, I, I guess I'd like to know, maybe just looking back to that younger version of yourself when you were bullied and, and going through other challenges, maybe what's something that you would tell him now, you know, that you're older and sort of wiser um, and that perhaps could be applicable to someone who was in similar shoes and is a younger version of yourself? Yeah, I would say... Maybe believe in yourself because because we always got like this kind of like misleading misleading. There's so much misleading idea around you telling that you are not worth it. You are not worth it. You should not believe in yourself. But actually, I found out that when I believe in myself, the what the stuff I can create, the the stuff I can show people is more powerful than when compared to like when I feel very, very like, what's that called? I feel pity for myself. So mm-hmm. you have to be strong. You have to be positive. And maybe go into a flower class. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, that marketing. <laughs> um, oh gosh. This is actually, it, it makes me... Um, feel like inspired and, and just this positive energy coming from talking to you. Oh, I'm so happy to hear that. Thank you so much, Andy. Oh, thank you. I hope you feel just as inspired as I do after listening to Andy's story. I've included a link to PM Flowers' website and email address in the show notes. It's all in Chinese, but Andy can, of course, communicate in English. So no worries if you don't speak Chinese. You can still send him an email if you have any questions. And if you're enjoying stories from a nomadic citizen so far, please give a rating on Apple Podcasts. It would mean a lot, and it would help spread the show to more listeners. Thank you, and stay tuned for the next episode. Thank you.